is Get the Balance Right, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are totally stressed out over money and managing their busy lives. I'm your host, Heather Zeitzwolf, profit advisor and money coach. I help my clients run more profitable businesses. I take the mystery and confusion out of their numbers so they can reach their financial goals. Join us for a holistic approach that supports a healthy lifestyle while obtaining financial freedom. Stop freaking out. It's time to get the balance right. Hello and welcome to the new version of Get the Balance Right podcast. I am your host, Heather Zeitzwolf. If this is your first time listening to the show, then welcome. I'm excited to announce that this is the first episode of season two, and we are doing things a little differently this season. For more of an explanation about these changes ahead, please listen to the last episode, number 53, for the rundown. For those who have previously listened to the podcast, I hope you like the tweaks I'll be making from here on out. The podcast will be geared more for female entrepreneurs and focus on taking the mystery and confusion out of finances and business and your personal life. We'll dive into the struggles of juggling a business with a busy life and explore solutions that you can easily implement. The show is going to be a companion piece to my new money coaching and profit advising, which include group coaching and one-on-one advising. My first cohort has gone live and I am currently taking enrollment for the next one. If you're interested, go to getthebalanceright.net to set up a free discovery meeting with me. You can learn more about the one-on-one and group coaching. Just go to getthebalanceright.net and there's a link to it in the show notes. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, I have to admit something. I'm a bit nervous uh, because this is my first solo episode. I struggled with deciding on the topic. There are so many to choose from. But based on the title of this podcast, Get the Balance Right, I decided on talking about getting more balance into your life. No brainer, right? As entrepreneurs, we live crazy busy lives. Running our own business is stressful and draining. Then add all the other responsibilities you have to deal with. Like maybe you have kids or aging parents that you help. Whatever your situation, chances are finding balance in your life is challenging. But wouldn't it be great if you could achieve balance? But what is balance anyways? It's not just about working less hours. There's more to it. There's certainly no magic formula for balance. So how do we know if we've even achieved it? Based on your personality... Balance may look and feel different for you compared to the next guy. For instance, if you asked a slacker and a workaholic what work-life balance looks like, I'm sure you're going to get a totally different response. Some people think work-life balance is a myth. I talked about that on an earlier episode, but I think it is possible. But you have to take steps to make it happen. I personally don't have the perfect balance yet, nor do I pretend to. 
This is something I'm working towards. Obtaining balance takes a lot of effort. And I'm sure if I were filthy rich, it would make it easier. But there are other ways we can bring more balance into our lives that don't require all that opulent funding. Being that I'm totally cheap and I love free stuff, I contemplated this idea of obtaining balance on a budget. In fact, a lot of my methods I came up with, you can implement even if you're flat broke. I came up with 10 ways that I'd like to share. Some do require money, Not much, not a whole lot of money, but the majority of these ideas won't cost you anything. All right, are you ready? 10 ways to get more balance into your busy life. The first one, it's totally inexpensive and it's going to help you bring more balance to your life. It is embracing the power of no, N-O, no. Stop saying yes to everything. Do you have this problem? I seriously had this problem. I would say yes to everything. Even if it disrupted my busy day, if somebody needed my help, I would say yes. Now, perhaps you suffer from FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, or you feel bad turning away someone that needs your help. This one is really important for you. Start saying no. Here's the thing. We only have 24 hours in a day. Every time we give a piece of it away, we'll never get it back. As entrepreneurs, we want to help others, but it can be detrimental to our business and our health. When we say yes to things for others, we end up saying no to ourselves. We're actually putting others in front of our own needs. Now, on the surface... This seems really noble. And you know what? We really should help others. But we also have to make decisions in our business that will help us achieve our own goals. This past year, I've started saying no, and it has been the best thing for my business. I was giving away so much of myself that I didn't have enough bandwidth to get things done that I wanted to focus on. Now, I love helping others, and I still have trouble saying no. But the more you do it, the easier it will become. Okay, so first one, start saying no. Number two, to bring more balance into your life, start saying yes. Wait, 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 what? First you said no, then you say yes? Wait a minute. Yeah, you did. You heard me correctly. Let me explain. In life, we have a tendency to play it safe and not take risks or try something new. But if you start saying yes to something that you've never tried, you can open up a whole new world that can bring you joy that you've never known existed. If you've ever taken improv, then you know all about yes and... This is the phrase that opens up all possibilities that makes improv such an exciting form of entertainment, both for the performer and the audience. The idea is someone starts something and then another person adds on through yes and. 
Amy Poehler wrote a book that explores the powerful impact of Yes And and how it affected her life. But besides improv, saying yes can bring unexpected happiness. Here's an example. 14 years ago, my husband wanted to adopt a cat, but I was terrified of them. If a cat came into a room, I would run away fearing I would be clawed to death. But on the day that my husband asked me if he could bring home a cat, first I did say no, but then I decided to say yes. Those three letters, Y-E-S, changed my life for the better and brought a balance to my life that I never imagined possible. He brought home this cat that I said yes to and my life changed forever. I am now proud to say that I am a crazy cat lady. Number three, find your flow state. Flow is a state of mind that happens when you're fully immersed in an activity where time flies by. And I don't mean when you're scrolling through Instagram. Flow occurs differently for different people, but it generally happens when you're doing something with skill and enjoyment. Flow can happen when you're being creative or doing something active with your body. Your state of flow might happen when you're dancing or running or painting or journaling. For me, flow state happens when I cook. Unless I have a time constraint, I can end up cooking for hours. Just adding on dishes and courses, appetizers and desserts, I just get into a total flow state. There are many benefits to flow, such as happiness, fulfillment, motivation, mastery, and greater creativity. Giving ourselves the opportunity to get into a flow state can help every area of our lives. As entrepreneurs, it is so important because we need these benefits to help us keep our businesses from stagnating. Plus, in my case, I get to eat delicious foods. All right, so building more balance into your life. One, say yes. Two, start saying no. Three, find your flow state. Number four, Take a vacation. Have you done one of those in a while? With COVID, maybe you haven't. If you're on a tight budget, you don't need to go on vacation, but just take a vacation. If you have the financial means to travel away from home, then utilize that opportunity. Vacations allow us to recharge our batteries. Traveling gives us the chance to experience places, culture, food, language, etc. These things are outside of our day-to-day life. These experiences can have a lifetime impact. Unlike other countries, in America, we do not put enough emphasis on vacations. Most American jobs only offer two weeks of vacation per year, and maybe not even that. As entrepreneurs, We don't have the constraints of the bureaucratic PTO. Yet many of us don't even take two weeks of vacation. We don't take nearly as much time as we deserve. For me, I get so much joy out of planning and thinking about a vacation that that actually gives me even more balance in my life. 
But if planning a trip stresses you out, then have someone else do it. Be sure to build in time off in your business. Schedule it and make it happen, even if you have to do a staycation. All right, moving on to number five. This one is another no-cost way to bring balance into your life. You ready? Do I have your attention? Unplug. Ah! This one hurts for me. Yes. Unplug from technology. Okay. I want you to put down your phone. Turn it off. Well, wait till this podcast is over. Okay. After this podcast, turn off your phone, close your laptop, and put the iPad on the shelf. Oh, and turn off the TV, slowly put down all of the remotes, and walk away. In other words, turn off all of your electronic devices that you use for communication and entertainment. And I don't want you to get cute on me. Your old CD player is off limits too. So don't be digging that one out. Turn off the radio. Do it. You don't have to do it, like I said, right now or right after this podcast, but schedule a time to do this. Oh my God. I'm gotta totally admit to you that unplugging is extremely difficult for me. How about you? This can be a serious issue. Many people are addicted to their phone and suffer severe anxiety when they are separated from it. Anxiety is not my intention, but a little discomfort is expected. If you need to ease into this, start doing that. Start putting your phone in a different room and ease into this. Start closing off your laptop at a certain time in the day. Try to read a book instead of watching Netflix. Try to do this slowly, but eventually work up to being completely unplugged. Now, personally, I'm not always attached to my phone, so that part isn't hard for me. But the idea of not being able to listen to a podcast or watch a movie on Netflix makes me question this type of torture. But unplugging can be good for your soul. It will force you to do other things like gardening or going for a walk. Although I want you to put away your Kindle or unplug from your Audible, you can go old school and read a book made out of paper. Don't stop there. Maybe try meditation or yoga. If you're adventurous, you can go camping. Turn off all the noise and distraction will allow you the time and the mind frame to look inward. Some people go to retreats and do this where they don't talk. They don't have any kind of communication, entertainment, any of that. They just look inward. People go to these things like for like a week at a time. Okay, I don't think I could do that. I could never go a week without talking to people, no matter how much people say that they love these retreats. Do what you feel comfortable with and the longevity of your unplugging is up to you. It could be a couple of hours, a day, a week, whatever you can withstand and also what is feasible for your business. Let's move on to number six, getting help. This is not a new topic for the podcast. We go deep into this topic in a couple of episodes and I'll put the link to those in the show notes. To quickly summarize what we talked in previous episodes, getting help in your business can allow you to focus on the work that will move the needle in your business rather than you getting stuck in the weeds. When you get stuck in the weeds, you start working on tasks that don't generate revenue. So to help with those administrative tasks, try hiring a virtual assistant. 
or a marketing person to help generate your social media. This sort of help brings more balance to your life, both in business and in real life. But you don't have to stop there. Think of ways to offload tasks in your personal life that will also allow you more free time, such as hiring a house cleaner, a laundry service, a dog walker, childcare, whatever. Granted, these things do cost money. But if you can afford to hire outside help, then treat yourself. Don't think about it as being lazy. Just because you can do things yourself doesn't mean you have to. Keep in mind that it will allow you more time to relax and recharge your battery. Now, I feel weird about hiring someone to clean my house, but if I could afford it and it meant that I could spend more time on my business instead, then I'd do it. Okay, this is probably a joke to my husband because he knows I don't really even clean the house. I rely on him. Thank you, Vaughn. Thank you so much. Number seven. I do clean the kitchen. I have to say that. I do keep the kitchen clean. Number seven. This one is another freebie. Manage your time. This will bring you so much balance. And this one seems like a simple one, which is why it can take so much discipline. Managing your time means that you need to say no to certain things. If you can do calendar blocking where you block off your calendar to get stuff done and then stick to that calendar block, then you'll be able to schedule to get your work done and to schedule in ways to bring more balance to your life, such as a vacation or setting aside time for fun things like doing stuff that gets you into your flow state. If you can organize your time, you can even block off time to unplug. Unplug your phone, unplug everything, go take a walk. If you can organize your time, then you can be so much more productive. By utilizing calendar blocking, you will be less apt to squander away your time doing stuff that sucks up your time, like looking at Instagram. You'll also reduce the temptation to procrastinate. Managing your time, though, may seem restrictive, but once you start checking stuff off your to-do list... With more consistency, you will discover how liberating it actually is. Now, I do calendar block, but full disclosure, I have a tendency to uh, say yes to too many things, and it throws a monkey wrench into my calendar blocking. So I'm working on this. Let me know if calendar blocking works for you and if you are able to resist the temptation of distractions. If you have ADHD, you have a tendency to look at the shiny objects, all of that, really, really, really try to do calendar blocking and stick to it. All right, number eight, another free way to bring more balance into your life and certainly one of my personal favorites, laugh and be playful. This seems so ridiculously easy, but I laugh all the time. But I know that a lot of people don't. They take things way too seriously. But I want you to have fun. Joke around. Be silly. Chuckle, guffaw, roll on the floor in a belly laugh. Stop being so serious all of the time. Laugh. Take out a funny movie. Do whatever you have to. If it means watching it over and over again just to make you laugh, just do it. If you have small children in your life that you can play with, do it. That is so wonderful because children can bring you so much joy and play in your life. But playtime shouldn't be restricted to just kids. Why should they have all the fun? Try playing. 
Playing keeps you youthful. I have stuffed animals that I make talk. I talk to my cats and give them voices. You can do all kinds of ways to be playful. People always say, you seem so young for your age. I think that is because I am so playful and I laugh all the time. Playing relieves stress, improves brain function, heals emotional wounds, stimulates the mind, and boosts creativity. I love to play, especially being silly, which can totally bring on a case of the giggles. Have you ever giggled so hard that you had tears running down your face or laughed until you peed your pants? Guilty! If you're around me enough, you probably will pee in your pants. I love to make people pee in their pants laughing. It's kind of gross, I know, but uh, it's kind of an art form for me. I'm sure you've heard that laughter is the best medicine and it's scientifically proven. Laughter can strengthen your immune system, reduce pain, boost your mood, and protects you from the damaging effects of stress. Nothing works faster to bring your mind and body back into balance than laughter because it relaxes your muscles and lowers stress hormones. It can also boost your immune system, trigger the release of endorphins, and protect your heart. So please, stop taking yourself so seriously and laugh. Number nine. Here's another one that's free, or you can invest in this one. It's getting exercise. Take a hike. No, I don't mean you literally right now. Just take a hike eventually. Take a hike. Run on a treadmill. Take a Zumba class. Just get up off of your seat and move your body. I'll admit, I'm terrible at this. I sit a lot. I used to walk everywhere pre-COVID. But during this last year, being housebound, I sat for hours on end. And I gained some weight. I'm starting to move again now that we can get out. But I need to do this more. Even if you have a pile of work to do, one of the best ways to recharge your brain is to take a walk. Like I discussed in number seven about scheduling time, be sure that you set aside time to exercise. I don't do this enough. Lots of people schedule exercise first thing in the morning. If you can do that, that is awesome because you can keep burning calories throughout the day if you exercise in the morning. But that's not my thing. I know it's fantastic for your body because it gets your metabolism going, right? So you want to exercise first thing in the morning. But what do you prefer? When do you prefer to exercise? Afternoons, in the evenings, in the mornings, never. I must admit, exercising is not my favorite thing. Unless it's disguised as something else like a dance class. Now, I used to take Zumba until they canceled this kind of stuff. So that to me doesn't feel like exercise. I would love to hear what type of exercise that you prefer and what time of day you do it or what time of day you prefer to do it. Please send me a DM on Instagram. And if you do some kind of exercise, take a picture and tag me and let me know. I need ideas and inspiration. I know it will help bring more balance to my life. Plus, I need to be more committed to it. So if I'm inspiring you, please inspire me. Upload a picture of you exercising and tag me on it. All right, we're down to the last one, number 10. This one is super important for my sanity, and that's why I put this one as number 10. 
And that is having me time. Me, like M-E, me time. I need time to be by myself. It helps me recharge my battery. Some people love to be around others constantly. But I want you to think about having me time. If I'm around others for too many hours in a day, I start to crave time to be by myself. Wanting to be alone to recharge is typically a trait of an introvert. But as a total extrovert, I can assure you that my me time is not only super important to me, but it is a must for my brain and for my happiness. If you're a multitasker, guess what? You can combine me time with another one of the balance techniques, such as exercise, flow, unplugging, and in my case, laughing. I make myself laugh all the time. I will be thinking of things and I'll just start giggling out loud. Put aside time to be by yourself. Now, you can do this with meditation or however you want to do it, but just allow yourself to be by yourself and to be able to think. You're an entrepreneur. You need time like that to be able to not be answering emails, not to be doing things for your kids. You need time by yourself. Now, which one of these is your weakest? I would say number nine, exercising, is definitely my weakest area. I really don't get enough exercise. How about you? What are the best ways that you like to bring more balance to your life? Do these 10 things resonate with you? I would love to hear about your ideas about what brings balance to your life. If you have other ideas, please DM me and let me know. I would love to share them on a future podcast. I would love to try them out. If you try out my techniques, these aren't techniques that I came up with. These are just 10 techniques that I've identified that I like to bring more balance to my life. But if you try any of these out, let me know and let me know what happens. Let me know if it brings more balance to your life or if you're like jump in the lake, Heather, that didn't work at all. But I think it will. All right, I hope that you have enjoyed this solo episode, which is my first. So cut me some slack, dude. Let me know what you thought of the solo episode. DM me, send me some encouraging words because I would love to be able to bring you more future episodes without having my soul crushed because this has been scary. It's been really scary doing this solo episode. I don't know how it's going to connect with people and not having the safety net of having a guest to help promote it is nerve wracking. If you have enjoyed it, please tell others about it. Give me a rating, follow my podcast on whatever podcast platform that you're on and share it with friends and just go out there and try to bring more balance to your life. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I hope you tune in next week because I have a really great guest. In fact, I have several podcasts that I've already recorded that are just waiting in the can to be released with some incredible ladies. This is going to be a great season. And I'm super excited about the women that I'm bringing onto this show. All right. Thank you so much. And see you next time. <laughs>